The Curve with Michelle Martin and Bernard Lim replay from Money FM 89.3. So Netflix is hiking prices of its US streaming service across all tiers US streaming service so no need to panic so the standard plan will jump to about $13 US a month I understand but we're speaking to happier news for now it is time to ask Dr Vincent and I mentioned Netflix because Marie Kondo's new Netflix series is pretty much taking over the internet everyone's talking about it if you're unfamiliar with Marie Kondo she is a tiny little Japanese organizing expert and she shocked the world with her life-changing magic of tidying up the book that became a New York Times bestseller who knew that writing about tidying could move 6 million copies of books but Marie Kondo did it and she followed it up with a companion book called Spark Joy that led to a manga adaptation a journal and now she's all over the place she's known for a konmari method of tidying up your home for example that means folding your clothes into little rectangles that can stand at the end in your closet i've never been able to achieve that uh, but her method essentially uh, contains two parts that's it discarding and sorting that's it discard and then sort and then fold somewhere in between the most important question you have to ask yourself in the decluttering process is just one does this item spark joy in my life and if it does keep it get rid of everything else but i put a different question today to my favorite health expert it is time to ask dr vincent dr vincent chandrawinata is a researcher at the university of newcastle an entrepreneur as well he is founder of the supplement renovash show an apple a day is its tagline Dr. Vince, how are you? I'm really, really well. How are you today, Michelle? Good and excited about our topic, which is can I con marry my way to good health, or can I condo my way to good health? If you have a question for Dr. Vince, WhatsApp us at nine seven one seven eight eight nine three. You can call us as well six six nine one one eight nine three. We'll put you on air with Dr. Vince. So, how can What do you think doc uh, do you think you can condo your way to good health? I think so but uh to prelude our question I would like to say that this is something that is phenomenal because who would have thought that like you say cleaning and decluttering can actually move 6 million copy any housewife could probably say that I would I would say that or any house husband or any uh house organizer probably thought that I could have done that however this shows that everyone each and every one of us actually dreams of having a tidier neater cleaner life or house but we don't know how to do it and that's why Marie Kondo really struck a chord when she came up with the KonMari method That's a good point actually that you know this is I mean it's resonated with so many around the world because it speaks to a need that we all have and that is for a good home. Okay Dr. Vince, um when it comes to a nice clean uncluttered home though, how does this directly impact our health? The first thing that comes right off the bat is the quality of the air that you breathe. Mm. Because when you have a tidier home, it means that it gives you access to all the places and all the nooks and crannies of your house that may not be exposed to sunlight or may not be clean every week or every day. So when you have a declutter house uh, and space of living it means that you can directly directly see if say for example mold are starting to grow or when you see a speck of dust are collecting at the corner of the wind uh, window sill 
And this is very important because when the, the quality of air is being mixed with uh, mold or the spores of mold and, and also dust, mm. it really does bring the quality of your health down because you can't escape it, especially in Singapore where people in the house are rela- relying on aircon. So the quality of the air, if it's bad, it means that it keeps on circulating in the room. And that's really, really bad without us realizing it. So right off the bat, when we were talking about how or can the Marie Kondo method actually gives us a better health, mm. the first one is the it gives us cleaner air to breathe. That's a big one, given how much time we spend indoors in our homes. So that's huge. And what about organizing clothes? How can that lead to health, good health, better health? This is something I actually uh, do myself after I read the Marikondo method because one of the things that prevents people from going to the gym or from being active is because the amount of clothes that you have to wash or you wake up in the morning and you're, you're like, oh, I don't have time to prepare my gym bag and ended up, oh, I'll do it later when I go back home. Mm. But then you go back home and you were like, oh, let me have dinner first and then you end <laughs> up not going. So... One of, the, one of the tricks that I adapted from the Conmar method is that you prepare, I would suggest you to prepare your gym bag before you go to bed. So you have your towel, you have your uh, change of clothes, and you have uh, everything that you need to go to the gym right after you finish work. And the chance of you going to the gym, believe you me, is much higher than actually going back to, to home and then preparing your stuff and then going to uh, the gym. So... Organizing your clothes makes you, gives you motivation to go to the gym, but also it helps your fitness level in a more subtle way as well. Mm. Because when you open your wardrobe and you see, wow, I used to fit into that suit or I used to fit into that trousers, it gives you motivation to go back into the shape that you were before. And it is something that sparks joy. So when you hold that, shirt or dress that you used to fit three years ago or four years ago or another hashtag that's also trending is 10 years challenge maybe it sparks joy it reminds you when life was not as busy and life was not as stressful and that gives you motivation to work out and that gives you happiness that's a good point. People don't go to the gym because of all the washing involved and the changing of the wardrobe. In fact, I think one of the gyms here in Singapore, I think it's Virgin, they actually provide you with gym wear so you can just turn up in your office clothes and then they give you the shorts and the t-shirt and everything. So, you know, you don't have to worry about even packing up your clothes. And that, I think, has contributed quite a bit to why so many people sign up for that particular Jim. He's Dr. Vincent Chandra Winata taking your calls and today we're looking at whether you can con marry your way or condo your way to good health. Hopefully we give you some motivation to actually put the con marry method which is all over Netflix and that new series starring Marie Kondo. It's all over Netflix, all over the internet and in the headlines and today we're looking at how you can sort of marry the two, the con marry method and good health. So let's talk about the kitchen and how maybe simplifying things in the kitchen, conmaring your kitchen will perhaps motivate better health through better food choices. Is that a reality? It is a reality because a lot of people, uh, one of the things that keeps them from cooking is that they think, oh, first of all, I can't find any kitchen utensils or my spice, my spice rack is, is chaotic. And as a matter of fact, in the first episode of the Tiding Out with Marie Kondo, 
she actually made a comment that, wow, American kitchens are so big. <laughs> I remember compared that. Compared to, compared to Japanese kitchen is tiny. However, 78% of Japanese people cook at home compared to only 3% of people in, uh, who cook at home in America. And this goes to show that when you have a tidy kitchen, a neater kitchen, it will actually make, motivate you more to spend more time in the kitchen. And when you spend more time in the kitchen, it gives you an idea to cook. And if you apply the KonMari method, it means that after you cook, you will right away clean it up and tidy it up, ready for the next cooking uh, time. So I really do think because we spend our life in, at home, kitchen probably for some people, especially for busy people, is the place at the, at, at the house that you visit the last, the least. So when you visit your, your kitchen, it needs to bring you joy. It needs to make you want to stay. And if you want to stay, you are more likely to uh, prepare your own food. And by preparing your own food, if people are re remembering the topic from last week, it actually leads to better health because you will, you will use less salt, less sugar, less or no MSG. You, you will use uh, fresher ingredients and you will have a control over the portioning of the food rather than if you're eating out. Yeah, good points there. It's about control and awareness, I think, that the KonMari method sort of propagates and, and seeds, you know. Let's let's bring the KonMari method to the workspace. And this is controversial because some people firmly believe that their cluttered desk is a sign of creativity. Where do you stand on this? I used to be one of those people <laughs> who said, that, well, this is my organization method. This is my filing system. But... As I grow up and being more mature, I really do think that there's just an excuse to have a cluttered uh, spike, a working space or desk because it is impossible that people don't like a good filing system. Let's just say you're running into a meeting and if your filing system is chaotic, it will take you longer to find your file. We're not talking about um, reducing your creativity. So for example, when Marie, uh, Marie Kondo asked the couple in the first episode how to uh, fold the shirt and the clothes into a rectangle and stand them up so that they can see and they can pick the uh, clothes that they want without ruining the system, this is basically what you can apply to your workspace because it's not about getting rid of stuff. It is, it is not about minimalism. It is about functionality. It's about practicality because... Once you do it, it will act and you stick to the system, it will actually make your working life much easier. Okay, so Kondo proposing that tidiness produces joy. You seem to have evolved to thinking that same way as well. I like how honest you are in saying that you didn't start that way. You had a messy desk like everybody else did, but moved away from that. Um, tell us about the impact between being tidy and mental well-being, as you see, from a medical point of view. So uh, before I answer that, Michelle, somebody just tagged uh, our Astro friends on Instagram, and that person says that, I tried the Japanese method of decluttering where you hold every object that you own, and if it does not bring you joy, you throw it away. So far, I have thrown all of, our, all of my electric bills, the vegetables, the scale, a mirror, and my treadmill. So <laughs> thank you, Sarah. Bit of a joker there. <laughs> a bit of a joke there. Sarah, you have a good sense of humor. But uh, it does help with our mental 
well-being because um, a lot of times we use cleaning as a reason for procrastination. So, for example, when I was writing my thesis, my house had never been cleaner because once I sat down in front of my computer and started two, two sentences of the first paragraph, then I would see, oh, wow, that's a bit dirty. So I'm, I, I, I got distracted and went and cleaned the underneath of my fridge, uh, the back of my oven, the turntable of my <laughs> microwave, and that is really distracting. So learning from that, before I start on a project, before I embark on a especially if it's a big project, what I do is I would spend the weekend before that to actually really clean up because it makes my life much more organized. In my head, I was not distracted in terms of, okay, I have something to do, but let me just clean this one more mess or sec- uh, let me just uh, organize this uh, drawer or something. And I really think that what I really like from the Conmary method is that it's very practical and it's not about turning someone into a neat freak. It's not about turning someone into no. an OCD sufferer mm. because, uh, so for example, you don't have to hold your clothes every morning before you dress up and go to work and, and ask yourself, does this bring me joy? Because it will not spark it will not get you sparked. It will get you fired because you'll be late every day. <laughs> now you're supposed to do so it once. It's about practicality. Yeah. So is that the secret to how you got your PhD before, what was it, 27? Well, 25. 25. However, Excuse me. Ha- <laughs> however, Cleaning the house a week before. Everybody started from a place of being messy. And I really did think that uh, the Look at the positive side. The house has never been cleaner. At that time, I was living with my sister, and my sister said that today before before I went on air and said that, wow, maybe we can find somewhere in the middle where you clean and also work because uh, it really does help to work in the in the clean, tidy space. And for those pe- for for people out there who think who think that being being neat hinder their creativity. Just try this for one week, and you can tell us next week whether or not it boosts your uh, creativity and productivity as well as your efficiency. Uh, okay, so I can tell that you're you're a fan of neatness and organization and tidying. And I'm just wondering if if, what, if you've watched the Netflix series, have you seen it, Doctor Vince? Yes, I have. I, not not all the episodes. I've read some, uh, but some uh, of some it. chapters of the book. Has that added? Also some of the episodes. Has that added at all to your own skills of organizing? And tidying up your life? I wouldn't say that because everybody is different in terms of our approach to tidiness and, and, and cleanliness. However, what I would say is that it really opens my eyes to, 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 to the importance and significance of being tidy and clean. Because you see all of these people that uh, Marie was visiting and you really, you really see firsthand the impact, the negative impact of not being organized to their life. It affects their relationship with their spouses. It affects the children. And it affects all these little things that make up a life. So uh, somebody told me that, I, I can't remember uh, who actually uh, wrote this uh, phrase, but uh, having a successful life begins with waking up in the morning on time and tidying, making, making your bed. And it sounds something that is very. It sounds like something that is very trivial, but I think there is a truth in that. I, I don't make I don't make my bed in the morning. This is something that I'm trying to 
to, to be better. <laughs> but maybe if I try, maybe if I made up my bed before I go, before I went to my lab, probably I would have gotten my PhD by the time of, of 24 rather than 25. I think you did pretty well in 25, Dr. Vince, I have to say. Um, you know, not everybody's a big fan of Marie Kondo, though, especially book lovers. And I, I find it difficult as well that she says the magic number for books that you should have in your total collection is 30. Yeah, impossible for, a, you know, a, a reader like me where the piles of my house, I mean, I mean, my house is primarily held up by pillars and books, I think. Uh, so, but Kondo says the value of book lies in the information within the books and there is no meaning for books just being on shelves. And But I think a lot of people have problems disposing of books. So where do you stand on the Kondo method in books? So around about four, four months ago, I was introduced to a, an app called Audible because I could, I could not actually read books uh, from, from Kindle or from iPad because... I miss that touching the, the paperback, I miss turning the page, and I actually like the smell of the book. So I've been resist, I, I have been resistant towards the e-book uh, approach, but Audible has been really helpful for me. But I do understand the conundrum that we have when it comes to the books, because mm. I have many, many books, both those that I read for pleasure and those that I read for work. And I really do think that uh, what... The delivery of this approach should have been made to, to suit everybody's life because some people collect shoes and those are the things that bring them joy. Mm. And some people like yourself and me, we collect books. And it's not only about the information, but also uh, the memory of it because I learned so much. I learned my English from books. I learned uh, a lot of stuff from books. And sometimes when I'm not, I'm not busy or when, when I am spending time by myself, I actually go back to the books where that I have read, where I find myself like, oh, it brings memory. Oh, this is the moment because some people, some people connect moments with songs or moments with uh, movies, and I happen to be one of those people who connects and associate moments with books. So I can remember what books I read, what book I read when this event happened. Wow. Wow, that's unique. I've never heard that. Well, thank you very much. It is all about sparking joy, and we do love talking to you every week. Thanks so much for being with us. Dr. Vincent Chandrawinata there. And uh, you can hear him next week in another edition of Hashtag Ask Dr. Vince. You can check us out on Instagram, Hashtag Ask Dr. Vince, Vincent, or uh, you can send us, leave us a message at the Money FM Facebook page as well. I'm Michelle Martin. Thanks for being with us. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm 893 or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.